So I would like to go back, uh, Andrew, in, in the stages you had before where you are today, because I think that's the most interesting part. And, I, and that's why I think maybe many people can resonate with you. But before sure, go, going to that, because when we speak about academia, uh, of course, there is a good part. And, and by saying that we want to discuss the issue we had or how to improve the system, we don't, want, we don't say that uh, for students, don't come to academia. We want to improve. So that's the message we wanted to have. But mm -hmm. first of all, I'm curious to ask you, what the point makes you realize academia is not for you? Yeah, that's a good question. So um, I actually left my PhD into an industry job. So I didn't go into a postdoc right away. Um, so I spent 13 months in a career um, doing research and development for an explosives company. Um, and look, I, I really enjoyed it. But the one thing that, that drew me back to academia was the opportunity to teach and mentor and lecture. And that was the stuff I, I really liked. And um, getting in front of a room full of students and sort of seeing them um, sort of connect with my my topic was, was really kind of a... a a really nice part of academia. Um, where it decided, where it kind of like started to go sour for me, was that I realised that the harder that the university wanted me, to, or uh, actually, let me take a step back. So um, I, I did two or three postdocs, and I started to get my own money. I had my own funding for a year, um, and that was all going all like really well. Um, but yeah, where it started to kind of like go a little bit strange in my mind was like, hang on, I've brought in money, I've produced papers, but that's just the start. Like the system wants more from me. It wants my soul. It wants me to be here on the weekends. And it's a super competitive environment that selects for people that are willing to give up a lot of their life to academia, just because, you know, the more research you do, the more papers you get, therefore, the more money you can bring in. And I thought to myself, is that a life that I want to lead? And to be perfectly honest with you, I looked up the, the chain of command to my PhD, uh, sorry, my postdoc uh, supervisors and the heads of department and they did not look happy and so at that point I was like if happiness is my main goal and it should be everyone's main goal in life this doesn't look like the correct path at least not for me well that's an interesting point I would like to stop also again because I think that's there's a lot of many issues we have to say here first of mm. all the of course, we will go in detail because you did a lot of great video about the supervisor and and student's relationship, the mentor and mentee relationship. But before that, uh, how how we can fix this number of hours? For example, now in COVID situation, we st we work from home and it's much better. Yeah. I think it's more productive. But but when you go to back when you stay longer in the office and you have to work on weekend and you are right, you feel that you are really drained and you have to work and there is no milestone and everything just. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of pressure. How, mm -hmm. how we can mitigate this pressure? Who is responsible for this pressure, do you think? Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, ultimately, it's the university's desire for money that drives this uh, this pressure. So when I so I actually get, did a TEDx talk, and you can find it by typing in my name and the illusion of progress. And for that TEDx talk, I 
researched about where that pressure was coming from like why why do people feel so drained like where's the drive coming from and i at first i thought it was my supervisor i was like oh supervisors are bad and then i spoke to the supervisors and they said the university expects more and more from us and so i was like hmm that's interesting so it's just kind of a feed down from you know you need money to support research absolutely but the the kind of career progression of an academic is bringing money, bringing papers that satisfies the university. Um, and therefore they allow you to keep your job and you get promoted. So this, this like continuous drive, I think comes right from the very top, which is the university's expectation that you bring in money and you have, that's passed down to your supervisor and the supervisor has to then sort of like drive you to produce papers and do research so they can they can attract more money to satisfy the university um so really that that, that and that was one thing I, I was really kind of like uh upset with is that there needs to be a complete shift from um this kind of mass produced um produce papers at any cost approach to let's produce less papers that but let's make them awesome um and so really it's a systemic change that needs to happen and it needs to come from the university level um you know the the pro vice chancellor the deputy vice chancellors of research and all those people there needs to be an entire culture shift and, and to be honest with you i just don't see it happening